reaching the fault lines of today. Welcome to Reform This with Dr. Zudi Jasser on the Blaze Radio Network. Experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and, and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. We talked about the New York Times. Some people dismiss them as sort of irrelevant because people just aren't reading newspapers anymore. They're getting all their information online. Some of that may be true. But the bottom line is is that these arms of the media and the New York Times is probably the equivalent of... uh, you know, Fox News for conservatives, uh, New York Times for liberals, and does shape and influence policy. Now, it's interesting that there are major decisions made at Facebook regarding what is kept online and what is not, to the point in which conservatives last year were complaining significantly, and that led to a closed-door meeting with a broad spectrum of conservative voices that met with the leadership of Facebook to try to see what can be done to ameliorate the sense of imbalance from the left on social media, and especially on Facebook, on what's allowed and what's not. And I would imagine this is partly due to free markets. Facebook was concerned that, just like we saw with Fox News, where... You had a whole new arm of the media created because the mainstream media was only covering one side of the viewpoints. And I think Facebook needed to look and see how to allow, how to continue to engage conservatives who were beginning more and more to feel that censorship against their ideas, bias against their ideas was becoming palpable and significant to the point that that meeting occurred. Fast forward to this week, and the and the Washington and the uh, Wall Street Journal then talks about how Trump's posts or posts on Facebook fueled discord in the Facebook ranks, and there was an intense debate going on, as the Wall Street Journal reported this week over the past year, with some employees arguing that the posts, especially the ones about banning Muslims from entering the U.S., should be removed for violating the site's rules on hate speech, according to people familiar with the matter. And it went all the way up to Chief Executive Mark Zuckerberg, 
who ruled in December that it would be inappropriate to censor the candidate according to the people familiar with the matter. And that wasn't the end of it. He then had to deal with many employees who complained on Facebook's internal messaging service and in person to him and other managers that it was bending the site's rules for Trump that they wouldn't allow anyone else to do. Ding dong. That shows that Mr. Trump got actually special treatment by allowing his post to stay and that many conservatives have their post removed because it's felt to be against Muslims. Now, you can call it what you will, but there are thousands and thousands of anti-Israel posts that are never removed. And yet, Palestinians also post vicious stuff that are anti-Semitic that are not removed. And yet, so many posts about the Palestinian cause that are hateful posts about the West by radical Islamists, Hamas supporters are left on and not brought down. So why is that bias? Well, the nuggets in this piece. Why is this bias that turns a blind eye to Islamism? But we don't see that on any other ideology, be it Americanism, be it politicians, be it pro-Israel posts and other non-Muslim issues. Well, in this piece further, it says that senior members of Facebook's policy team posted more details on the policy. They were going to begin allowing more items that people find newsworthy, significant, or important to the public interest, even if they might otherwise violate our standards. So, there was even a discussion about one of the Facebook seniors that had donated $1.25 million to Mr. Trump, Peter Thiel. So Mr. Zuckerberg urged tolerance. Now, there's a capitalist reason, which is Facebook stands to collect $300 million in campaign online ads during the campaign process. So, obviously... Balance is not only something that's ethical, but capitalistically demanded. 44% of Americans, according to the Wall Street Journal, get at least some of their news from Facebook, according to Pew Research. And yet the company brands itself as being neutral. The rules have tightened recently. Now, I think at the end of the day... Users flagged the December content as hate speech, a move that triggered a review by Facebook's community operations team with hundreds of employees in several offices worldwide. Some Facebook employees said in internal chat rooms that the post broke Facebook's rules on hate speech. Content viewers were asked by their managers not to remove the post. During one of Zuckerberg's weekly town hall meetings in late January, at their California headquarters, a Muslim employee asked how the executive could condone Mr. Trump's comments. Zuckerberg acknowledged that Trump's call for a ban did qualify as hate speech, but he said that the implications were too drastic to remove them. 
but others, including Muslim employees at Facebook, were upset that the platform would make an exception. And here's the key. In Dublin, Ireland, where many of Facebook's content reviewers work, more than a dozen Muslim employees met with their managers to discuss the policy. According to another person familiar with the matter, some created internal Facebook groups protesting the decision while others threatened to leave. So, wait, you know, stop the presses. There is a, and, and I've had this brought to my attention by another, a number of anti-jihadists in this work. We talk about Muslims influencing the administration that happened to be on an assistant board for Homeland Security that don't have security clearances. What is the impact in the war of ideas of a platform that has somewhere upwards between 500 million and 1 billion subscribers globally that has this little cohort of Muslim reviewers now there's nothing about ideology written in this report but I'm ready to bet you dollars to donuts or real to baklava that the majority of those guys are men and Islamists that they're not reformists they're not liberal women feminists that they're not word warriors for freedom and liberty and the key is that they're not diverse fine they want to have a few Islamists have to be reflecting of the general Muslim population but it's not the Petra Islamists I'm sure because of their money were better represented in the initial investments of Facebook and their spread as we saw now with Uber opens in Saudi Arabia with David Pluff getting billions from the Saudis This is where the war is coming to a halt. This is where the voices of Islam, of reformists, are being suffocated. We have no future unless these things are brought out even further from being just that last paragraph in a Wall Street Journal report on Facebook to daily pounding Facebook by reports that expose the fact that there are decisions being made online across the world to suppress ideas by Muslims who call things hate, who call things anti-Islam that are in fact likely pro-Muslim and pro-Islam by Islamists that want nothing to do with theocracy. But we will never know. All we know is that there's 12 or 15 Muslims in Dublin who do a lot of the screening on Islamic issues. Who are these guys? I want to know. I want to know what they use as filters. And ideally there should be none. Now, Obviously, pornography isn't permitted. Certain things will need to be prevented to prevent sort of online violent speech, if you will, because that the radicals have used social media to promote bomb-making and other things that are not part of free speech. But hate speech, you can only douse it from its fire when we know it's there and when we see it. So listen, as you go through the next week, I ask you, 
Let's figure out who these guys are. Let's hold Facebook, social media accountable, just like we hold our governments, we hold our universities, we hold our media accountable to the funders, to the ideologies that they hold, and we hold them accountable to being diverse from left to right, from liberal to conservative, from fundamentalist to secular. Ask them if they're getting the ideas of the Muslim reform movement empowered empowered in our two-page declaration and at least preferred from the fundamentalist Salafi ideas that seem to dominate the representation. If you talk to the Saudis, even the government will tell you that 80 to 90% of the Twitter and Facebook traffic in Saudi Arabia is Wahhabi and Salafi fundamentalists. That is a problem. So I would think that the screeners at Facebook likely come from that side of the spectrum. And the reason is, is the governments there are more threatened as much as they claim to be the firefighters. They also are the arsonists because they claim to be threatened by the radicals, but they're much more threatened by moderate liberals because that could unite society against them much more quickly if it ever had any traction. Thank you again for joining me on Reform This Come back next week. Subscribe. This is the place where you can find the ideas that will guide our policy, domestic and abroad, and focusing like a laser on how to come together in national sovereignty to focus on the threat, the greatest threat of the 21st century, political Islam. You're listening to Reform This with Dr. Zudi Jasser. The Blaze Radio Network.